Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're chiming in, watching via YouTube, or listening via podcast, but appreciate the listen or watch nonetheless here as we hopefully help you out to strengthen your fantasy teams. Uh, we're going to continue with our team reviews. Today we're going to look at the Seattle Kraken and look at their depth chart according to dailyfaceoff.com. Really do find them the most accurate, especially during the regular season. So we'll take a look at the Kraken's projected goaltending tandem, defensive pairings, forward lines, mention who's on their special team units to hopefully help you determine fantasy value for your upcoming leagues and drafts there, and hopefully get you the win or the title, depending on how your league plays out. So we'll get right into it. The Kraken, their goaltending tandem is uh, Philip Grubauer and Martin Jones, newly signed Martin Jones. Now Grubauer, he's uh, 30 years old. Last year he got into 55 games, so played a ton. He was 18-31-5 and with two shutouts, a 3.16 goals against average, and an 889 save percentage. Pretty ugly win total, but Seattle had a pretty rough season last year. Uh, they're a little bit stronger, so we'll see if that adds up to a few more wins, but realistically, they're probably going to have another rougher season. Should be better, but not necessarily great, so Grubara will have some fantasy value based on the amount of games he plays, but definitely not a top goaltending option for you out there. Uh, the backup, Martin Jones, he's 32 years old. Last year, got into 35 games with Philly. He's 12, 18, and 3, with a 3.42 goals against average and a 900 save percentage. So, again, came over from Philly, and Philly we talked about in their preview there. They're pretty injury-riddled, so kind of hard to gauge that. I expect him to play right around... 20-25 games, and Grubauer will take the bulk of the load. Uh, Chris Dreger, who's also signed to an NHL contract, who was a backup last year, he's out with an ACL injury. Uh, some reports I have, I've read had him out till at least January. Some said March, so he might not even play this year. That's probably why they did sign Jones there. So Dreger's kind of a non-factor for you this year in fantasy anyways. If you do need like a third goalie kind of a thing. Grubauer would be the guy to take depending on their matchups. Of course, Seattle's going to be a little bit stronger as they're in their second season. Got a couple more draft picks, a couple free agent signings. Not a powerhouse by any means, but their season should be a little bit better than last year. Uh, moving along the defensemen, their top pairing should be Vince Dunn and Adam Larson. Dunn, he'll be on the top power play unit. He's 25 years old. Last year got into 73 games. He had 7 goals, 28 assists for 35 points, 11 power play points, 76 hits, 82 blocks, and 121 shots on goal. Last year, he had a decent season. You're on an expansion team. There's some fantasy value there. After Giordano got shipped out and Dunn got moved up into that top pairing, top power play unit, he really provided some decent fantasy value there. He had a little bit before it got even better, and this year it should play out to be around the same. Uh, Adam Larson, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 29 years old. Last year, 82 games played. He had 8 goals, 17 assists for 25 points, 1 power play point, 
This is where he shines. 183 hits and 140 blocks with 119 shots on goal. So if hits and blocks are one of your uh, stat categories that you score on, he'd be decent value because if he equals that 25 to 30 point production, that's some really nice added offensive production when you're trying to supplement those stats in your league there. Uh, second pairing is Jamie Oleksiak and Justin Schultz. Oleksiak, he's on the first PK unit, is 29 years old. Last year got into 72 games played. He had one goal, 16 assists for 17 points. 182 hits. That's where he's going to provide any value for you, depending on what type of league you're in. 86 blocks, 95 shots on goal. Uh, Justin Schultz, coming over from Washington there, signed. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 32 years old. Last year, 74 games played. He had four goals, 19 assists for 23 points, five power play points, 40 hits, 87 blocks, and 92 shots on goal. With uh, Schultz there, not saying that he's going to be great production, but his production should improve because he was stuck behind uh, Carlson and uh, Orlov over in Washington, so he's going to be a prominent top four role in Seattle where the depth just isn't quite there that there is in Washington. So he should get a few more points. Am I saying draft him? Definitely not, but he'll be a lot better streaming option than he was last year. Uh, third pairing will be Carson Selsey and William Borgen. Now Selsey, he should be on the second PK unit and he's 28 years old. Last year got into 64 games. He had 10 goals, 11 assists for 21 points. He had 2 power play points, 118 hits, 73 blocks, and 97 shots on goal. So it's kind of decent numbers in hits, but he doesn't really provide any true value because they're all kind of on the lower end of each stat category. So there'd be a lot better options for you if you want to take somebody higher in hits depending what you need in your league, or blocks, there would be better options that are going to get you a similar offensive value there. Now, Borgen, he should be on the second PK unit. He's 25 years old. Last year got into 36 games. He had two goals, six assists, or eight points. 89 hits in 36 games. That's pretty nice hit total there. 33 blocks and 49 shots on goal. Realistically, with only 8 points, that projects to be 16, well, about 17, 18 points over 82. Not a lot of value there. There's probably better options for you. Since he is 25 and the depth chart isn't quite there for the Kraken yet, do watch for him to move up a little bit and see what he does. But realistically, you're probably going to leave him alone. Uh... Moving along to forwards for Seattle, the top line should be Andre Burakovsky, Matt Beneers, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. Now, Burakovsky, their big off-season off signing there, should be on the top power play unit. He's 27 years old. Last year got into 80 games. He had 22 goals, 39 assists for 61 points, so some really nice production for the Avalanche. 11 power play points, 49 hits, 34 blocks, and 149 shots on goal. How's this Colorado production here playing with elite, elite talent going to transcend to the Kraken? Hard to say. I still see him producing decently because now he's going to get 
a lot of that ice time that McKinnon, Ratnan, Landeskog, etc. got Kadri, but he's also not going to have the same line mate. So how does that kind of balance and play out? That's kind of the kind of the question out there. I do see him producing. Will it be as high as Colorado? I don't quite think it'll be quite as high, but he'll still be fantasy relevant for you. Now, Beniers, you should be on the top PP unit. He's only 19 years of age. He got into 10 games last year, and in those 10 games, he had three goals, six assists for nine points. So really nice production. He should be able to come out of the gate running. Is he going to average 0.9 points per game in his rookie season? Probably not. Not a lot of rookies do unless you're McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, etc. But if he hit that 50-point plateau, that's that's a really nice rookie season there. Uh, see how it plays out. I think in deeper leagues, definitely worth the chance on him there. He had four power play points of his nine points, seven hits, four blocks, and 18 shots on goal. The last one is their trade acquisition, Bjorkstrand. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 27 years old. Last year in Columbus, he played in 80 games. He had 28 goals, 29 assists for 57 points, 19 power play points, 85 hits, 31 blocks, 215 shots on goal. So definitely a fantasy-relevant player. Where you draft him, probably in the mid to later rounds in a normal league, deeper rosters, obviously it'd be earlier in the mid-rounds, depending on how many players are taken in your draft. What I do find fascinating about Seattle, their whole projected top line realistically didn't, none of them were in Seattle last year, with the exception of Beneers that had a 10-game stint. So obviously with that, you have to realize the Kraken's depth charts, they're getting deeper at forward, which comes back to the fact that they should improve this year. Uh, second line is Jaden Schwartz, Alex Wenberg, and Jordan Eberle. Now Schwartz, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 30 years old. Last year got into 37 games, missed quite a few games due to injury there. He had 8 goals, 15 assists for 23 points. So decent, not great production, but decent anyways. 4 power play points, 42 hits, 13 blocks, 101 shots on goal. I'm probably taking Bjorkstrand or Burakovsky ahead of him in my drafts, but if it is a deeper league, there's nothing wrong with taking a chance on Schwartz because he's proven from his days in St. Louis that he can produce there. Wenberg, he should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. He's 27 years old. Last year played in 80 games, so one of the healthier ones. 11 goals, 26 assists for 37 points. He had six power play points. 47 hits, 44 blocks, 95 shots on goal. Wenberg, he had one good, one maybe you can count it, two good seasons, and then he's kind of fallen off. Do I, me, I'm not taking a chance on him because he's only performed well at times. You can take a chance on him because he is in the top six, but I'd definitely be looking to see if there's better options out there based on his, career inconsistency, so to speak. Eberle, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 32 years old. Last year, 79 games played. He had 21 goals, 23 assists for 44 points. Even at 31, he's still getting a 20-goal season. He still produces. Never gets you elite numbers, 
but he always gets you okay numbers, so he's a really safe pick in the later rounds in your draft. Nine power play points, 48 hits, 40 blocks, so not going to wow you there, and 164 shots on goal. Their third line should be Jared McCann, Yanni Gord, and Carson Kuhlman. Now McCann, he was one of the bright spots in Seattle last year for sure. He had a really good season there, and now he's dropping down to the third line. But more balanced forward group definitely in Seattle this year. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 26 years old. Last year, 74 games played. He had 27 goals, 23 assists for 50 points. So pretty decent season there and should see similar production. I don't see why he should drop off that much. Maybe a little bit just with being in the bottom six as opposed to the top six. But there's few players getting injured. He'll definitely be one of the first ones called up. And he does get you that power play time. 17 power play points, 65 hits, 29 blocks, and 199 shots on goal. Their sentiment should be Gord. He's on the second power play unit. Top PK unit. He's 30 years old. Got into 74 games last year. Had 21 goals, 27 assists for 48 points. So, decent. Most Seattle Fords, you find they're going to get you decent production, not great production. So, decent pick in the later rounds there. 7 power play points, 77 hits, 31 blocks, and 127 shots on goal. And the last one on that line is Carson Kuhlman. He's 26 years old. Last year got into 25 games. He had two goals, six assists for eight points. 29 hits, 13 blocks, and 46 shots on goal. Realistically, not much fantasy relevance there, so you're going to leave him alone, as I mentioned before with other players. There'll be a lot safer and better options for you out there. The fourth line should be Brandon Tenev. Morgan Geeky and Jonas Donskoy. Now, Tanev, he should be on the second PK unit. He's 30 years old. Uh, last year got into 30 games played. Another guy that was injured for a big, big chunk of the season there. Nine goals, six assists for 15 points. So half point per game, not bad. Especially for a fourth liner. Mind you, he was probably playing third line last year. Two power play points. Had 98 hits, which is a really big hit total. 22 blocks. And 51 shots on goal. Outside of hits, he's probably not going to do much for you. As his ice time is probably decreasing with the added people in their forward group. Geeky is 24 years old. He had 73 games played. He had 7 goals, 15 assists for 22 points. 4 power play points, 55 hits, 23 blocks, and 97 shots on goal. Another one doesn't add a lot of fantasy value for you. Last one's Jonas Donskoy. He should be on the top PK unit. He's 30 years old. Last year, 75 games played. He had two goals, 20 assists for 22 points. Three power play points. 36 hits, 31 blocks, and 89 shots on goal. Realistically, at this point in his career, he's not really fantasy relevant. Now, outside of those four forward lines, the one name that wasn't mentioned on Daily Faceoff that's kind of a wild card is Shane Wright, and how does that play out? He was projected in a lot of drafts to go first overall, ended up some second, some third, dropped down to fourth at Seattle there. He is an offensive player. How will it play out? Does he make the team out of camp? I would think he should, for sure. 
well, not for sure, but I think he should. Would I draft him? No, not until he does actually make the team. How would he project if he does make the team? He's probably going to be, most rookies in their first years, they only average in that 30 to 40 point range. So in dynasty leagues, yes, you're going to take him. A keeper league, depending how deep it is, you might take him if you play that drafting prospects, building kind of for the future kind of a aspect, or you try and unload him on somebody that's lower in the standings to acquire some talent. But in a standard league, wait to see if he makes it before you waste a draft pick on him. You've got to make sure he makes the team before... You really do that, otherwise you're dependent on the waiver wire before the season even started there. Well, that's Seattle in a nutshell. We'll be out in a bit with another one there. If you did like it and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're watch- listening via podcast, remember that heart, follow, etc. That way you guys don't miss out on any future episodes, because after these team reviews are done... We're going to do some top goaltending, top defensemen, top forwards, some draft strategy episodes. We're also, during the regular season, we have three episodes every week looking at different players to help you strengthen your roster throughout the season. Again, I really do hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon, and good luck in your upcoming drafts here, fantasy owners.